fellow people of Earth and Anchor and Spotify podcast listeners, happy Indigenous people slash Columbus Day today. And welcome to this week's news and flashback fun mini episode. Now, I do want to remind you that there will not be any on-air podcast versions of my radio show until October 27th. But because this film hits its 17-year mark on October 21st, woohoo! I will be doing a trio of 2005 movies for that week's flashback fun, including one involving a ferocious, terrifying, veggie-eating were-rabbit. But first, I have some shout-outs for birthdays that happened between now and then. Today, Michael Donovan's father, Lawrence Donovan, would have been 75 years old and thus will celebrate his birthday in heaven. Happy belated birthday to Jimmy Wood and my cousin Elizabeth Leader Smith's daughter, Addie, who, along with dad-to-be country singer Scotty McCreary, the late John Lennon and his composer son, Sean Lennon, and director Gelmero Del Toro had birthdays yesterday. The late David Kinney was born October 13th. I would like to wish my cousin Naomi Engelman the very best on her wedding October 13th. Can't wait to see you for it. Happiest of early birthday to my cousin Sarah Hannah Wolf's oldest son, Chaim Zeff, who turns 13 years old October 12th. Woohoo! He shares his birthday with Eunice Benecki. Speaking of family birthdays, happy early birthday to my cousin Elena Bartson's twins, Anna and Amelia, who were born on October 16th, the same day as Addie Smith's father, Chad. And an extremely happy early birthday to my mother, Sarah Engelman, whose birthday, along with Nightmare Before Christmas and Halloween-loving Hannah Smith, happens to be October 17th. Now, I would like to take a minute to remember the late Winter the Dolphin, who would have been 17 years old today. She sadly passed away of, of a gastrointestinal issue last November. The star of the two Dolphin Tale films, she was only two months old when she was found on December 10th, 2005, orphaned, and her tail massively entangled in a crab trap. Due to the severity of the entanglement, her tail had to be amputated, and her survival story of incredible perseverance and strength has inspired millions worldwide. Winter, you may be gone in spirit, and your caretakers and friends in the Clearwater Marine Aquarium and your millions of fans worldwide still deeply miss you, but your memory and inspirational message live on. And I hope that you aren't um, too busy bossing around Panama up there and that you're giving David Kenny and Brian Mahardy lots of fun attention. And don't feel, and don't be, hopefully you're not stealing too much spirit fish from everyone, which you probably are. Anyways, Winter shares her birthday with Dino Cadenio, actor Dan Stevens, voice actress Jody Benson, and talk show host Mario Lopez. The Chicago Fire TV show, 2003's Kill Bill, Volume 1, 2008's The City of Ember and the Duchess, the Nashville and Arrow TV shows, 2014's Whiplash, Dracula Untold, and The Judge all premiere today. Tomorrow, October 11th, Hope Dolphin, Sophia Beatrix Grant, Eunice Bonecki, who I 
just accidentally said a few minutes ago I had a birthday on the 12th. Oopsies. Michael Hernandez, the late Eleanor Roosevelt, the late actor Luke Perry, and Joan Cusack all blow up birthday candles. 1975 Saturday Night Live TV show. 2019 films The Goldfinch, The King, ugh, Gemini Man, which should not go over well and we don't speak of, and the Adams, animated Adams Family movie, along with 1991's Drop Dread Fred, 2002's Tuck Everlasting and White Oleander, and 2013's All, Captain Phillips all debuted on that day. Now, I have some news before this week's ghostly flashback fun duo. Alas. Yesterday, 94-year-old actress Eileen Ryan, the mother of Sean Penn and Michael Penn, was reunited with her late husband, Leo Penn, and her youngest late son, Chris, in the heavenly Hollywood above. People.com reported this afternoon, people confirmed Ryan's death via an email release, which revealed that the actress died at her home on Sunday, one week before her birthday. The oldest of Ryan's three sons, Michael Penn, also confirmed his mother's death on social media Monday. He tweeted alongside a throwback picture of Ryan, We lost mom yesterday. Broken heart emoji. An actress who got her start in television in the mid-1950s, Ryan was also known for being the mother of composer-songwriter Michael, 64, as well as actors Sean Penn and Chris Penn the latter of whom died in 2006 at age 40. Aside from her youngest son, Chris, Ryan was predeceased by her husband of 41 years, actor-director Leo Penn, who died in 1978 at age 77. She appeared in 1993's Benny and June, 2001's I Am Sam, Bonanza, 1989's Parenthood, Little House on the Prairie, Magnolia, among many others. So sad. In better news, the Hollywood Reporter com just announced Kenneth Branagh has found the latest suspects for his Agatha Christie haunting, a haunt adaptation, a haunting in Venice. Branagh is back as starring as Detective Percule Poirot and returns as director for what will be the third Christie mystery movie from 20th Century Studios. This time around, Jamie Dorman. Tina Fey, Michelle Yeoh, Jude Hill, and Kelly Riley have been recruited for the All-Star Ensemble with Emma Lard, Kyle Allen, Camille Colton, Ali Khan, and Ricardo Scamarco also on the call sheet. Production is set to begin October 31st, Halloween Day, which is fitting because Haunting is inspired by the 1969 Christie novel Halloween Party. That story saw the mystery set in motion when a 13-year-old girl who claimed she witnessed a murder when she was younger is found dead in an apple bobbing tub. The story described the adaptation written by Michael Green as an unsettling supernatural thriller and shared its logline. Now retired and living in self-imposed exile in the world's most glamorous city, Poirot reluctantly attends a seance at a Decaying haunted palazzo, when one of the guests is murdered, the detective is thrust into a sinister world of shadows and secrets. Missing your local blockbuster? Netflix might have the cure. 
Three days ago, Netflix wrapped the new trailer for Blockbuster. It's highly awaited comedy with Randall Park, Tyler Alvarez, Madeline Arthur, Olga Meredith, and Melissa Fomero. The November 3rd series follows a group of employees of America's and the planet's last surviving blockbuster who do whatever they can to keep the in-person movie home rental business alive in this age of digital files and downloads. Great news, Teen Wolf fans. DarkHorizons.com announced Friday, October 7th, Paramount Plus has announced that both Teen Wolf the movie and the new Wolfpack series, both hailing from director, creator Jeff Davis, will be premiering on the streamer on January 26th. First look clips from both shows were also released as part of panels at New York Comic Con today. Teen Wolf the Movie continues the MTV movie series with Scott McCall, Tyler Posey, no longer a teenager yet still an alpha, gathering new allies and reunite trusted friends to fight back against what could be the most powerful and deadliest enemy they've ever faced. Wolfpack follows a teenage boy and girl who witnessed the emergence of a supernatural creature during a Californian wildfire. Injured during the chaos, the pair, along with two other teenagers, realize they have been bitten by a werewolf. That series stars Sarah Michelle Gellar, Armani Jackson, Rodrigo Santaro, Bella Shepard, Chloe Rose Robertson, and Tyler Gray, Lawrence Gray, with the just-announced Bailey Satender, Chase Leefield, Holly Bahar, Lanny Loon, Rio Magini, Stella Smith, Zach Nielsen, and James Martinez joining the cast. The final season of His Dark Materials, based on the best-selling book trilogy by Philip Pullman, arrives on HBO and HBO Max December 3rd. Yahoo! Da-da-da-da-da! Da-da-da-da! Da-da-da-da! IndieWire.com announced this afternoon, Uncle Fester, is that you? A new trailer for Netflix's Wednesday series confirms Fred Armisen is playing the beloved, hopeless romantic Adam's family member, Fester. The role was originally brought to life on, brought to the big screen by, with Christopher Lloyd in 1991's The Adam's Family and 1993's Adam's Family Values. Jackie Coogan played Uncle Fester in the original sitcom series. The upcoming Netflix series stars Jenna Ortega as the Tyler Teen Wednesday, along with her parents, Catherine Zeta-Jones and Luce Guzman, in the partially Tim Byrne-directed show, streaming November 23rd. Fellow Adams Family alumni Christina Ricci, who also appears in the series as a teacher at Nevermore Academy, the school for gifted children, where Wednesday taps into her psychic abilities. Gwendolyn Christie plays the school principal. On to flashback fun. Now that director David Gordon Green has closed the book on the Halloween reboot trilogy with this Friday's Halloween Ends, he's turning his attention to a reboot trilogy of another famous horror film, that of 1973's The Exorcist. With the first film in that reboot coming out 
in theaters uh, a year from Thursday and on October 13, 2023. Yes, folks, that happens to be a Friday the 13th. It only makes sense to take a look back at the original film for Flashback 5, the supernatural horror film. The very first picture horror film of Best Picture stars then-unknown Linda Blair, Ellen Burson, who will return for the sequel, the late Max Van Saito, Lee J. Cobb, Jason Miller, and Jack McGowan in his final film role. As the film, written by, for the screen by William Peter Blatley, based on his 1971 book, had an enormous impact on popular culture and often cited as one of the greatest horror films ever. It doesn't need a recap. It was released in just 24 theaters in the United States and Canada December 24, 1973. Despite mixed reviews and quite the extensive and accident-filled production, audiences lapped it up like a delicious Christmas feast and waited in extremely long lines during the harsh winter weather. Many patrons sing it more than once. Its box office total is amounts to $441.3 million worldwide. According to its Wikipedia page, some viewers suffered adverse physical reactions, fainting or even vomiting, to scenes in which the protagonist undergoes a realistic cerebral angiography and later finally masturbates with a crucifix. Many children were allowed to see it, leading to charges that the MPAA ratings board had accommodated Warner Brothers by giving the film an R rating instead of the X rating they thought it deserved in order to ensure its commercial success. Several cities attempted to ban it outright or prevent children from attending. The cultural conversation around the film, which also encompassed its treatment of Catholicism, helped to become the first horror film to be nominated for the Academy Award for Best Picture. One of ten it was nominated and winning for Best Adapted Screenplay and Best Sound. It had several sequels and was the highest grossing R-rated horror film unadjusted for inflation until the 2017 release of It. According to IMDb.com, Father Miley was played by Father Dreyer was played by William O'Malley, an actual priest who taught at Fordham Prep, a Jesuit high school, until 2012. And the bedroom set had to be refrigerated to get the real icy breath of the actors in the exercising scenes. Linda Blair, who was only in a flimsy thin nightgown for the scenes, says that she cannot stand being the least bit cold to this very day. What's also neat is that on the first day of filming the exorcism scene, her delivery of her profanity-filled dialogue so greatly disturbed the gentlemanly Max Van Saito, he really ended up forgetting his lines. And to bounce out the exorcist 27 years ago, the very first computer-generated movie character. Sorry, Woody and Buzz, but this film beat you by a few months for the first lead CGI character, arrived. A stern Harvey comic 
character named Casper the Friendly Ghost who uh, came to life on the big screen. Get it? Ghost? Life? Sorry, that was awful. Casper, the comedic fantasy film starring the very first CGI lead character, spooked its way into theaters May 26, 1995. Like The Exorcist, Casper, starring Bill Pullman, Christina Ricci, Catherine Morarty, Eric Idle, Devin Sawa, and the voices of Malachi Pearson, Jonah Pote, Joe Alasky, and Brad Garrett, doesn't need a recap. The ghost, who was given a way more tragic backstory and darker one, too, to be honest, compared with his past cartoons and comics, scared up $287.9 million. His success led to an animated spin-off, The Spooktacular New Adventures of Casper, and two direct-to-video follow-ups, including 1998's Casper Meets Wendy, starring an 11-year-old Hilary Duff. According to IMDb.com, this happens to be the second 1995 movie where Christina Ricci is the love interest of Devin Sala, who plays Casper in his human form, though not for that long. The other one happens to be now and then. But according to IMDb.com, George Carlin, Gregory Peck, Chevy Chase, Christopher Lloyd, Hugh Laurie, Brian Cranston, Patrick Stewart, Alan Rickman, Bob Hoskins, Bill Murray, Leslie Nielsen, George Carlin, Phil Collins, Chevy Chase, and many others were among those considered for the Paul Dibbs Pulsker part. But Eric Idle ended up getting the role. That's all for this week's Flashback Fun and News, folks. So until we meet again next Friday, stay safe and watch lots of movies and DVDs. Bye now.